I recommend actually people don't leave their W-2 jobs because I don't want them to live off their passive income. I want them to pound it. And then once you're in the millions, you've got all life choices. You want to reinvest that till you get to the point where it's more than you need. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday Mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Conscious Investor, welcome, welcome back. I have something really funny to tell you before we dive into today's episode with my friend, Kay Trevor Thompson. And I have to say his entire name every time. You know, I don't use last names generally, but I'm like, it just rolls off the tongue. It's just perfect. But before I do that, I want you to know that I was talking with a new investor. In fact, that investor had gone to the Three Keys Investments website. They'd scheduled a call with me to learn about, hey, how does your investing process work? And can we get on your distribution list? Do we qualify to be in your deals? And in all of that conversation, right? And they want to know and kind of how we do things. And in that process, I learned that he's a pod stalker, right? Have you ever heard that term pod stalker? Well, it's something that some of us talk about in the podcast industry. And I mentioned this to guests when they come on the podcast. They say, hey, listen, we're creating evergreen content. And if someone's really interested in getting to know you, they're going to pod stalk you. They're going to listen to all the podcast episodes that you've been on and they're going to find those and they're going to listen to them. And so just be aware. So if you are a pod stalker, I just want to high five you right now because it's a really great way to get to know different facets of someone that you're trying to get to know better. And so you might even look at K. Trevor Thompson and you might go and listen to other podcast episodes that he's been on because he'll probably share things in a different capacity. And I know that the person that I was speaking with who we were joking around about this, I actually told him, I said, listen, next time I record a podcast episode, I'm going to make sure that all podcast listeners have permission to pod stock. It's a great thing. It's not a bad thing. It's the one time in life that having stalker associated with it is not a bad thing. So I want to encourage you to do that. In fact, I've been on a ton of podcast episodes myself, and you'll be able to see the evolution of my investment journey, of how I've learned to communicate that journey and things like that. So just have fun with it. Is there someone you're interested in? Pod stock them and have fun with it. All right, well, let's dive in. Oh, one more thing. Have you already left a rating and review? Did you know we went from like 116 to 128 since I last recorded? That's because of you. And I want you to know, so encouraging and so exciting to see that this podcast is serving you well. And if you haven't, it takes literally like five seconds to go whatever review you want to leave or like rating. And if you want to leave a written review, that is like super mwah and very well appreciated. All right, let's dive in. Hey, Trevor Thompson, welcome to The Conscious Investor. I'm excited to be here. I've been stalking you for a while. So I know that sounds creepy, but now you made it good for me to say that. Yeah, a lot of people do because we're curious. Mm -hmm. Human beings are simply, we're curious creatures. And you and I had an opportunity to meet in person, I believe, at Best Ever. That's correct, in Denver last year. It was fantastic. It was such a delight to meet you in person. You were taller. You never know on Zoom if someone's going to be shorter (laughs) or taller or what you anticipate, but you were far taller than I anticipated. Thank you. I guess 
Yeah. Well, you know what? We're here because I have like the conscious investor is so phenomenal. And man, conscious investor, you love your job. You know, you're contributing in powerful ways and you don't want to leave your job, but you also know you need to be investing in a powerful way. And okay, Trevor, that's what we want to do. We want to talk about passive investing so that we can really empower them. And you have an extensive experience with passive investing. And I'm wondering if you would just, I don't typically ask for like the story, but can we just have story time? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, I want to start out that I waited way too long. So one thing your listeners should hear is buy real estate. Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Real estate is a thing where time works to your advantage. So I wish I'd have started much earlier. I didn't start till I was in my 50s. And once I started, I got absolutely hooked. So within the five years, I've actually passively invested in 20 different syndications. And then switching to active now, I'm on two deals as active. But I will always passive invest because there's so much power in that. And a lot of people don't appreciate the power that you can get out of that. Oh, wow. Okay. We have a few questions that I am hearing the conscious investor thinking in their head right now. And why did you wait? I didn't get into passive investing and into apartment syndication of any kind, despite being raised in a real estate family until I was in my early 40s. I didn't even know anything about it. So that was what happened to me. What happened to you? Yeah. So first of all, it started out afraid of what a lot of people are afraid of. We call it the toilets, tenants and trash, right? I thought, okay, I'm going to have to do all this work. And I don't even do a good job managing my host that way. I used to say, I have vendors come and rip me off every time they do work. Why do I want to make that a business or an investment? Some people have been very successful, but then there are some, what I'm going to call some groups out there that you really need to make sure you research and find somebody who's credible and isn't trying to get you to rack their credit card up. And I'll be honest, the realization that just was the the big ha-ha moment for me was I'm investing in a business that owns an asset. It's completely different thinking, right? So I found some people that know what they're doing. I've stocked them. To be honest, I followed a lot of people for a year before I invested with them. Oh, that sounds they're, familiar, doesn't it? Conscious they're investor? Buying a, they're buying them. a building. It's a real hard asset. I will own a portion of that real hard asset. And once that light bulb came on in my life, because I understood business, I understood taking something, making it a better business, getting more money from it. I understood improving communities and all these things, but it wasn't until that light bulb kind of went off that all of a sudden, wow. And I have an interesting analogy that a lot of people don't think of. And so as a passive investor, it's like buying a ticket on an airline. Okay, so you're researching the airlines, maybe right now with Catholic Christmas, you're not going to do Southwest, who knows, but you're looking for a credible airline. Then you buy a ticket on that airline, okay? And you go for a journey with the airline. So you don't have to know how does the airplane work? How do you fly the airplane? Are the tires got air in it? You don't need to know all of these things. You trust the company. It's the same thing with passive investing. You buy a portion of the asset. You buy a trip on an investment. And when you're on the plane, you can sleep, you can read, you can continue working, you can be on vacation, you can do whatever you want. And if you think about it, the the airline is the syndication group, the pilot is the asset manager, the mechanics are the property management team, 
the stewards and stewardesses are your investor relations. They do all the work and they'll give you updates, right? Okay, we're going to be taking off in a few minutes. We're a little bit delayed. We got a little bit of turbulence. But at the end of the day, you go on a journey and you trust experts to take you on a trip. And once I kind of went, oh, the light bulb in my thick head came on, I went, wow, that's exactly what this is. And it makes it easier for people to understand because everybody's been on a trip and everybody's had some things. And so when you think of it that way, would you want to go buy an airline? Would you want to buy a plane? Now, eventually, you may be an enthusiast and then decide I'm going to be more active and I'm going to get my pilot's license. So I'm going to do this or that. But for the average person, they're just buying a trip, paying for something on a journey. And of course, our journey is financial independence. So by buying these investments and growing your wealth, you can achieve financial independence. I love that analogy. I haven't heard that analogy in a while. And it's like, yes, I love the analogy. And the other element of it is that on a flight, in a sense, it's more of a liability versus an asset because you're going and the jet fuel's getting eaten up. But in our investing, it's a true investment. It's appreciating and you're going to come back. It's like the gas tank's never going to run dry, <laughs> which is really nice. I'm curious, you're talking about the power of being a passive investor. What were your thoughts about that? I get these little light bulb moments on. I think I was a little slow. And when I really thought about it, this concept of don't wait to buy real estate, wait, real estate and wait. And then you think of another really good quote by Warren Buffett. If you don't figure out a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. So trading time for money, it works to a certain point, but then you need to take that money that you earn and have that money start working for you. And that's the real power of passive investing, right? Your money is working. You're not working. Now, of course, you had to work to earn that money and invest it. And then what a lot of people don't think through is the magnifying of that money, right? So first of all, we all know it comes to us with tax advantages and all these other things. But if you think of the power of growing your money, so again, I keep talking about starting early. So let's say you could save $100,000 and invest it in a deal and it became $200,000. We generally look at doubling our money in five years. Take that $200,000 and invest it again, it's $400,000. Take that $400,000, invest it again, it's eight. Invest it again, it's 1.6. Invest it again, it's $3.2 million. And all you've done is reinvest your money. Think about the power of that, right? So again, starting at age 25 or 35, whatever it is, add 25 years to it, and that kind of power that that $100,000 is worth millions is absolutely mind boggling. And a lot of people don't think of it that way. They just think, okay, I'm going to earn 10%, 5%, 16%, whatever it is. Think of it as how you can compound and grow it. And that's the real power of passive investing. And when you talk about making money while you sleep, in theory, if you just reinvested all that, slept for 25 years, you'd wake up a millionaire pretty bizarre. And again, it my light bulb didn't come on for that for a few years, you know, and I was when it came on, I thought, wow, I can't believe it. I got to get busy and start doing the power of this. 
Oh, I love that. And conscious investor, you could double down on that a bit. If you are using different insurance policies, not only can you fund those insurance policies, you can use those insurance policies to invest in this type of real estate. And now that dollar is now working in two places. It's growing within your insurance policy, going through all the projections and growth there. And that same dollar is in your investment, whatever syndication that you are investing in. And it's growing over there. Now let's just take that one step further. If there's one of those glorious cash out refis, well, you can take that same dollar and invest it somewhere else. So I'm not going to go into that part too much. But but that's pouring gasoline on it, right? It's working. We got a good fire going here. And definitely that using your insurance policies and other vehicles like that are super powerful. It's amazing. Lots of options out there. But you know, conscious investor, you don't have to start with that. You can just start with getting invested and take that first step. One of the things that you mentioned, let's talk about some of those tax advantages. I was on my friend Jen's podcast yesterday and she and I were discussing this and she put me on the spot. She's like, well, and her audience, similar to mine, are actually W-2. They love their jobs. And so she's like, so I know real estate professionals get all these tax advantages, but what about my W-2 people? And so let's let's speak to that conscious investor. Yeah, so again, oddly enough, the lowest tax money you receive, you will get in your life is your passive investing in real estate money. It will come to you as capital gains. So everything you earn through your W-2, many things you earn, especially if you're not keeping stocks for years and stuff, they'll come back to you. So they come to you at capital gains, which is one of the lowest tax brackets that's possible. Then you get this thing called depreciation. And yes, you can't use it all but you can use it against your passive earnings. So again, if you had a passive loss for $100,000 and an active income of $100,000, in theory, it comes back to you. There is some recapture and it gets complicated, but at the end of the day, it's just a multiplier. So you're now getting that money at your lowest level, right? You think about, you go to work and you get a dollar, you may get 65, 70 cents of that dollar. Well, now you're going to work and you're going to get 90, 95 cents of that dollar, but but you're not going to work. Your money is. And so you're doing nothing. So the huge power of that is, again, I recommend actually people don't leave their W-2 jobs because I don't want them to live off their passive income. I want them to pound it. And then once you're in the millions, you've got all life choices, right, of what you want to do. But at the beginning, you don't want to reinvest your earnings or you don't want to keep your earnings and spend them, you want to reinvest that till you get to the point where it's more than you need. Mm, That's such sound advice. I'm sure you've heard this since we're both active investors. And one of the elements that I've heard many times is that fear of control. So I have some of the passive investors that are exploring this option. They'll come in and they'll say on that first phone call and they'll they'll be like, and it's clear they're uncertain if they can trust and it's Mm -hmm. a trusting, can I trust this team with this chunk of money? Are they really going to do that? You have over 20 passive investments. You've done this multiple times. And so I'm curious if you had to go across that hurdle. And I'm also curious if you know about your best investing experience and your worst experience. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
I want to make sure everybody understands, right? Real estate does have some risk investment, right? Everything in life has some risk. And I want to back up and talk a little bit about the control factor. Okay. So Apple has control of their business and what they do. What they don't have control of, all of a sudden a war happens in the Russian Ukraine and the stock market crashes. Well, what did Apple do for that? Right. But real estate prices didn't crash. Your investments don't crash. But the world affects the stock market. It's completely different. When you talk about control, Apple has control of their business, right? You think it's a big business, make lots of money, but they don't have control of the world, right? So all of a sudden, Russia attracts Ukraine or attacks Ukraine and their stock plummets. Well, Apple's still working hard, still doing what they're doing. So when we think we have control, we really don't, right? The whole thing is it happens to us. We don't make it happen. Where on at least on a real estate investment, you have a one-on-one relationship. Okay, I'm sorry. Elon Musk has never taken my call. I keep calling and he doesn't answer. Even he moved to Austin where I live and he still hasn't had lunch with me. I don't get it. But you have no control. So what you want to do is you want to spend some time. We talked about stocking at the beginning of this show. You want to spend some time getting to know people, making sure that their values are your values. Ask them, hey, could I see some reports on your previous deals or give me some indication? Can you connect me with people? But at some point, you've just got to make a decision and trust that you're going to do it right. The very first investment of mine was terrifying. Okay, but then I started to get more comfortable. And then, of course, I've invested a couple of times with the same people and it became very easy. So we talk about my worst and my best. My first two passive investments actually had some serious things go wrong and they only returned my capital. So again, I got my money back. I didn't lose any money, which was way different than what happened to me in the stock market. I lost a lot of money before I finally just stopped doing that game. And then my best investment, they tripled my money in 20 months. Um, think about that. That was a big payday. That was really good. Wow. And on average, I'm following this track of about doubling your money every five years, close to a 20% return. And so everything else is basically in those averages. It's such a powerful way when we invest in real estate. It's just absolutely powerful and it yeah. snowballs. What is some advice that you wish you had? If you go back in time when you first began investing passively, what's something you wish you would have known besides start sooner? Well, other than starting sooner, but just how to cut through all the noise and start connecting in with people like following your podcast. And because you don't learn from one person, you learn from dozens, hundreds of people, all the podcasts you've done. Right. So I may say one or two bright things. I hope so. And I'm sure some other guests have said one or two bright things. And you take the combination of this information. At the very beginning, I kind of took all my information from one source. And so my biggest thing was I should have broadened my horizon a little bit. And again, as a passive investor, you don't need to join a real estate group or mentoring program necessarily. But you may want to get at least associated with what are they teaching? How are they underwriting and looking at their deals? But getting comfortable with who you're giving money to is the number one thing, right? So I say you invest in the jockey, you invest in the horse, which is the asset class, right? So we do multifamily, but some people do storage. Um, I've got medical, I've got retail, I've got a new build storage. So I've got some variety for my diversification. And then the track is where do you invest? So I invest in pro business, pro landlord, friendly states, 
So sorry, California, you're not getting my money, even though people make money in California. Don't know how, but they do. And so that's the track. Where is the track? And mm-hmm. you look at those things and you make some decisions. I'm in Texas and 80% of my investments are in Texas because I feel comfortable here. It's also a fantastic state to be investing in. It is. <laughs> so that you've got a lot going for you there in Texas. Yeah. And what a great analogy about the jockeys, horses, track. That's a, another great analogy that you're offering. And Conscious Investor, I want to encourage you as you are listening to podcasts. I discovered apartment syndication because I was listening to Bigger Pockets podcasts, which is just if we were in college once again, it would be like a big survey class. It covers a broad spectrum of different types of real estate investing and strategies. And through listening to that podcast and hearing a variety of people and stories, I heard Monique Calm. I've heard her discuss apartment syndication. And then what did I do? I went down, okay, I'm listening to Michael Blanc. I'm listening to Jake and Gino. I'm listening to Rod Cleef. And I start diving into a variety of podcasts. So definitely listening to a broad variety. And also taking time, one way you could do this, if there's someone that you're interested in getting to know better, maybe you're considering investing with them. That's where that pot stock could come back into play, right? And now you're going to listen and you're going to hear that person, but now you're going to hear them on a variety of podcasts. And so you're getting exposure in two different directions, which is really great. Yeah. And there's a big difference between people that are educating and selling right? So try to find people that are educating, right? Try to find people that are giving you things that you can learn. Super important. Do you have any cautions to be aware of? So you were- Yeah, what do you wish you were aware of? Yeah, so I think not believing what I'm going to call the internet hype. So there's a difference between following people. I look great on Facebook, by the way, post a lot of positive stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm out there. My post today was I learned more from my mistakes than I do from my things. So but look for people that are doing those type of things. Look for people that are putting out honest content from the heart versus selling, which is what I was talking about before, right? I'm always good. All my deals are always good. My 3x deal I went to a webinar when they literally did a webinar on a deal that went bad. Now, all the investors still got up with money, but they didn't hit their returns. And I went to a webinar and I thought, I'm super impressed because they told the steps that they took to correct it and they could have lost their money, but instead they made some money. They didn't quite make as much as they want. And I went, those are who I want to give my money to. And a lot of people would think, why would you give your money to people that just said they had a bad deal? Because they learned so much and they were honest about it. And Clearly, my intuition worked really well. 3Xing your money in 20 months is very exceptional. So That is so true. And if people aren't willing to share their setbacks as well as their victories, yeah, I would definitely say that's a great, great yeah. word of caution. Yeah, because it's not all sunshines and unicorns. And even an eternal optimist like myself has that real side that's like, mm, we, things get tough and we need to be aware of that. Yeah. And well, is there anything else that you think would be helpful for the conscious investor to know? I think just you got to get over your fears, right? The Nike saying you just got to do it. At some point you get some education and then you just got to do it. And then as you do it, you'll learn, right? I've learned in 20 investments, certain things that I've changed my philosophy and become somewhat of an expert at analyzing deals and people, but it's still, you just got to get over that hump over that fear and do it because what we talked about earlier, you know, how quickly your money can grow. And until you make money while you sleep, no matter what you do, 
you will work till you die, right? If you even if you got a very high paying W-2 job, I had one and COVID came and I lost my job. And thank goodness I had uh, a path to success. Mm, that is such a reminder. I'm always reminded that our jobs are tenuous, even government jobs. Yes, those of you working for the government, you can get laid off and the government can downsize and or just get rid of your department altogether. So having something brewing on the side is really, really important. Gosh. Well, I am so grateful that we have this opportunity to just nurture the conscious investor. And this is, I love your analogies. They're absolutely fantastic. So just think about that airplane analogy as you're contemplating your investment strategy. Think about who's the pilot? Where do I want to go? I don't want to do the work. I don't want to have to become a, I don't want to have to get my pilot's license and I don't want to know how to repair a plane or what the pressure on the tires need to be. And investing passively with a strong team is so powerful. Thank you. That's great. Absolutely great information. No doubt that the conscious investor is appreciating your insight and what your experience has been. What's the best way for them to contact you? So LinkedIn is the easiest just because I'm easy to find there. So K Trevor Thompson on LinkedIn. My company is called Niagara and it has a dash because that's how I get investments. And hence the Niagara Falls. I'm from Niagara Falls, Canada. It's originally Canadian, moved to the U.S. But those are the easiest ways to reach out to me. And I have a YouTube page just like everyone else does with my name as well. That is fantastic. Conscious Investor, make sure you go connect up. And remember... As always, I want to encourage you, let's get on a call. Let's have that conversation. Let's see how we can support you growing financially as well as personally. And that would be through real estate and coaching because my coaching clients are crushing it and I'm so excited for them. It's absolutely exhilarating. And I want that for you as well. Until next time, Conscious Investor, live big and love bigger, do great things. What's the big deal about investing in apartments? Why is it better than investing in a slew of single family homes? I've compiled a lot of information on why investing in a multifamily, also known as apartments, will help you reach your investment goals. Head over to threekeysinvestments.com and download the Why Invest in Multifamily guide today.